Ladies and gentlemen, for the few in attendance and the thousands who will be listening around the world, let's get ready to podcast. Hi everyone, what's up? Hope you had a great week. The team is back once again and we are talking about something really good. But before we get to that, I am Angie Dillon from A Tribe Called Dillon Podcast. And I'm Rose Dillon. And I'm Alvin Dillon. Okay, I lied. I don't know what we're talking about today, but what are we talking about, Rose? (laughs) Uh, That just sounded really cool in the intro and I couldn't go and backtrack it now. Sorry, my bad. We're going to talk about comedy, the power, like the last time was the power of music. Let's talk about the power of laughter and comedy. And let's be real. The three of us are obsessed with stand-up comedians any opportunity mm-hmm. we won't go watch a concert we don't watch games but we'll pay money to yes. go watch a comedian we have gone to concerts but i will talk about my beef with concerts on another episode sure i mean but i i won't pay money to go unless it's like i got a free ticket from you or something right but i'll pay to go see a comedian like yeah. i always will hand down put money down or a for- good comedian yeah. it has to be a good yeah. comedian mm-hmm. yeah. and good comedians in smaller crowds yeah smaller, like venues. smaller venues are yeah. the best because you actually you mm-hmm. connect and you feel them a lot more than having them like a, a big yeah. like, a crowd, like a 50,000 uh, stadium. I'm going to just get right into it, Rose. Mm. One of my favorite, favorite comedians is Sebastian Maniscalco. I oh, introduced him hilarious. to YouTube. Yep. I saw him, I would probably say about seven or eight years ago. And he came to, I think it's not the Vogue Theater, maybe the Rogue Theater in Vancouver. Very small venue. I think it only holds about 700 people. And he came on like fifth or sixth. And I was like, this guy reminds me a little bit about Tony Danza, but with a bigger flair. And at that moment, I'm like, this guy's going to blow up and be really big in the next 10 years. And my prediction was right. Yeah, he is really funny. And he reminds me of you because the stuff he says is stuff that you say. Yeah. 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 He's from my era. Yeah. He's my generation. He's my (laughs) peak. Yeah. I always think of him when he says stuff and he complains about like, why are you going and, you know, protesting? I'm like, eh, that's something Andrew would say. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's so logical in his comedy. So logical. But the latest, his latest one, uh, there's there's a bit from his stand-up that I love because this is what I do with all of my uh, nieces nieces and nephew. All of my games and any role-playing game exercises involve me lying down now. Yeah. <laughs> I no longer play Nicky Nicky Nine Doors. I no longer play hide-and-go-seek. I don't go look for nobody in the closet. I don't go take stairs anymore. All of the games are like doctor-patient um, patient games now. <laughs> so I, Auntie Ange, must-see, is always... Uh, the patient and I let them pretend to play the doctor because I want them to think big like they can be a doctor but, but in essence I just don't want to go run after them so mm-hmm. I just lie on the floor oh and another game I play with them is I get them to pretend to be massage therapists and acupuncturists mm-hmm. and I get them to massage me and I flip over I'm on my back love those wow. kids until I, I think I, I already know I only have a few more years with them until most of them realize like how come and Masi's never chasing us around or doing anything like all the games in Involve her lying down. You imagine the parents come to pick them up and just sleeping. They don't know where the kids are. I'm a great aunt. I'm, uh, you know, I teach a lot. I spend a lot of one-on-one times with the kids, building them up. I just don't want to run after you or involve any activity, running and chasing after six, seven of you. I'll do it at the gym on my time. I don't want to play on their time. Like Sebastian says, lying on the floor. Oh, that's where you got the idea from? 
No, I don't even know he does. He does oh, the same that's thing. What I'm saying you guys that's are the right, same yeah, people. Yeah. I hope you can meet him one day because I thought you would have a riot mm-hmm. together because he really is like the male version of you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why I love him. Yeah. Too bad he's taken. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, whatever. Sebastian Pascal, go. I love you. Yeah. That's probably one person that I would go star crazy. I I don't. His I don't the think last that show that we saw too, right? Stand She's up. gonna go star crazy because it's. He's the male version of yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone else. Like, look at each other, but hey, yeah. you're me. No, yeah, you're me. Yeah, he's he's a male version of me. He thinks exactly the way I think. Mm-hmm. Very logical, very realistic, very just like a matter of like fact, his, like it is. Yeah, yeah I like, his, like his dance moves. He's like it's just a couple, you know, moves here mm-hmm. and there. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like his style too. Mm-hmm. I love his little accent. You know, like I'm, I I don't know if I can imitate. I'm just trying to do like you know. I don't know. I just went to the teacher. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean, Gino? Gino doesn't need to know this. Why you got to go like that? Gino doesn't know. I'm trying to do the, I, I, on a good day, get me on a good day. I can, I can try and imitate him. All right. Well, we'll, we'll give yeah, we'll you guys a follow that. up. We'll yeah. table that. We'll give you a yeah. follow up. Are you guys ready for my questionnaire? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's and, do this. And Rose, let's get back to like why we like to laugh because we all laugh at one another. We laugh no. at each other. We oh, laugh yes. uh, together. Mm-hmm. And that is a beauty. Don't take yourself so seriously in life. Mm-hmm. I it, love laughing. Yeah. I always laugh at my own stuff. I always record dumb things. I go back and look at it. Or especially if we're at a, a party, I'm like, okay, record me. And I know that tomorrow I'm like, I'm going to go back and watch this. <laughs> like uh, you did earlier, record me. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. any of you go watch my bicycle prank videos that I told you to go and watch and laugh? Uh, no, I probably right. watch more videos of myself. Yeah, um, oh. remember that's your thing, and we only do that with you because it's funny know. watching yeah. you. Because I've already how seen, yeah, every time I literally will make watch, us watch you it. when you watch it because you're so entertained by this, and I'm like, I don't get I it. I just find it so comical. And speaking of that, maybe tonight we'll watch an episode okay. or right. a couple of. Okay, so I have questions. I'm going to go in like random order. So, so first question, I guess, is what does comedy mean to you? What does comedy mean to me? A trick question. No, and I, I can answer the question because I thought about that when I wrote that song, wrote the question out, and I was like, you know, for me, it's an escape, right? When I go, whether it's on Netflix or go in person, I get to just sit there and forget about life's problems and worries, and I just sit for that sixty minutes, ninety minutes, and just soak in. They're what they're saying. My entire insides are shaking. I feel like Sadhguru. I'm like laughing so hard. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna pee myself. This is so funny, and I just love. Those moments. So for me, it's like always just an amazing escape. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for me is uh, what's the question? Um, what does comedy mean to you? Comedy for me uh, is I don't know why I connect a lot with it because I just feel like I'm generally I'm not gonna say I'm like the funniest person, but I just like I look at everything's in a funny way. That's just like my natural lens that I always have on life. And I don't look at it like to judge people or whatnot, but I just like to laugh about things because I feel like when you generally look at people, they're always very serious because mm-hmm. they're, they're dealing with life and whatnot. I'm like, like this is going to be life for the next like 50, 60, 70 years. I'm like, I got to take it easy and just laugh at myself, laugh at things, laugh at anything and everything. Like if I see someone like accidentally trip and fall, like I don't know why. I want to be the person to point and just laugh at them. Like that's hilarious. Like I feel bad. I'll help you out. But dude, that was funny. If it happened to me, I had places where I didn't lift my shoe high and everything. I tripped over something and I bailed. And everyone was laughing. But like, hey man, let me help you out. Yeah, and I'm on the ground, dude, laughing my ass off. I'm like, damn it, I just tripped and fell. Yeah. So for me, it's like it's like therapy for me. Like I just love it yes. because when I don't know about you, but after you've laughed hard when something really funny where you laugh, kind of uncontrollably laugh you for, for that moment you've forgotten about everything mm-hmm. and then you come out of that like wow that was amazing like it was like if a relief like yeah like you just like release some tension oh. out of you and 
for me, it's like, it's almost like a high. Like I love to just always be laughing and I like surrounding myself with people like, Oh, do the same thing. Like, uh, well, my one of my cousins and he knows, like, when we start laughing, like that weird giggling laugh, he'll start doing it to even if it's not funny, just to get me to laugh. And then I'll laugh harder to make him laugh. And then we'll just keep feeding off each other until we're rolling on the ground laughing. And they're about what? Nothing. And everybody around us is laughing at our laughs, laughing. And they're like, everyone just gets into it. And you're like, you see, that's the power of laughter too. Yeah. It's contagious. It's contagious. Yeah. Absolutely. Contagious. Yeah. And everyone always makes fun of me. Like, you have such a girly laugh. And I'm like, I'm okay. It's okay. <laughs> laugh, at it. laugh at my laugh. Laugh at me. I'll laugh at you. Let's laugh at yeah. everything. And you want to answer that question? Yeah. I just, uh, I just love to laugh. I, I don't even know how far back uh, it stems in growing up, but uh, like Alvin said, it's therapeutic. And honestly, Everything stands still for me. It's like time stands still. All my problems, all my woes, whatever is happening, it takes a back seat. And in that moment, I am just laughing <laughs> and and it just releases so much tension out of my body. I can feel like sometimes knots like uncracking, but I just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like it's like going going up to a comedian saying, "Why do you enjoy making people laugh?" Like they just do. So for me, as a um, spectator, someone who enjoys good comedy, I just, it's comic relief. It's just funny. Don't take yourself seriously. And yeah. It feels like a surge of endorphins, right? Like yeah. Right. It's just like, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, more of more. I think I read somewhere too, that when you're laughing, uh, you're your, releasing, your blood yeah. pressure goes down, your stress levels and your serotonin levels go up. And that's why if you notice if you go somewhere and you're laughing uncontrollably, you have that that nostalgia feeling afterwards, it's like, huh, like the hell, like did I go for a run around the block? You just have this amazing electrifying feeling inside, right? And it lingers for a while. It, this reminds me of, do you remember when you brought one of your friends and he was like, I don't watch comedy. I don't like to laugh. And I was like, oh no, this they, they said they don't like to time their laughters. Oh, he didn't like stand-up comedy and he didn't like, yeah, and I remember thinking, you ain't going to survive in this family. You're not going to survive with me. You are not going to survive. Yeah, because we and the, love And it's like laugh. immediately after that comment, I felt a dark laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, who doesn't love to I laugh? I have nothing to say here. I was like, I have nothing to say here. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> sure he's going to be listening to us right now. Like, oh, oh yeah, he's listening. About. But now he loves to laugh. Yeah. And it That's was, what I mean. Yes. I was like, we're either going to sway you over to this side or you're not going to survive. Gonna stay in your darkness. Yeah, you're saying you're not. He's <laughs> like, do you remember when he came over the last time and he was like, oh, I love this show. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I said that to him. I go, take back your comment. He goes, no, what I mean is your family, you guys watch comedy special things. You guys time your laughter. He goes, I just like to laugh. I'm like, you never laugh. <laughs> like, we laugh, laugh all the time. He's like, I haven't laughed since 1999. <laughs> <laughs> and look at me, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I heard that comment, I was just like, we'll see. Yeah. I will show you. This is the we'll way. We'll show you And they I, I remember being like this. I was like, so confused. Yeah. Who? I've never I heard someone say I that. Had, I had a smile says, I tell them. I don't know. I, what I, I, was like, I don't know what's going and on the here. The thing is, our family, like, especially for mom's side of the family, we're all jokesters yeah. and pranksters. We all laugh so much. Yeah. And even when we're with all of our cousins, someone's always saying something yeah, funny. Or doing, fun we of somebody always, or something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a there's a there's a photo, and I'm sorry to one of my cousins. I have it in my in my photo drive. <laughs> and I know. need a really good laugh. I have this cousin. We took a, a photo of us a long time ago when I was getting married. This is like a long time ago, and my youngest cousin 
looks like the oldest cousin in that photo because he's got rocking a Pedro mustache. And all of my older cousins that are older by a good five to ten years look younger. And that photo every time brings me back to that moment in time. And I love it. It's a good handlebar mustache. Good handlebar mustache on like like an 11-year-old, like a 10-year-old. Yeah, he's like must have been 10 years old. And my eldest cousin, who must have been 20 at the time, looked like he was like not 20. But this 11-year-old looked like he was 21. He he could pass to go to a liquor store and pick up beer for you. He's the guy you sent in. Okay, now I got tears coming. See, that's what it does. It's it takes you back to that moment and c- recreates that moment. Yeah. Yep, I have it a clear picture of that yeah. picture in my mind. Do you want me to pull it out? <laughs> no, I'm just okay. Ready, guys? Yes. Okay. Al, uh, oh. name your three favorite comedians, and then maybe explain to the viewers why they're your favorite mm, comedians. That's a good question. I gotta say, right at the top, old the the goat is Dave Chappelle. Um, from his early day stand up to his uh, Dave Chappelle show. Which I would say not all of it was great, but there's definitely like 70% of that show was just amazingly fun. Um, and his new stuff. I just I feel like he tells such a great story and he connects with the audience so well that like you really relate to him because he does he's very smart too. He doesn't just say dumb comedy, like he he throws in some very smart pointers in there, makes you think, and you're like, Whoa, I didn't look at something like that before. But he gives it to you in a comedic sense and he knows he's coming from a good place. So you don't feel like he's being disrespectful or he's being um uh, what's the word like racist or he's being some sort of uh, type of person he's being like a truthful honest comedian that's telling you his version of what how he sees life and for me i feel like i connect a lot with it and i would say second one would be like for me growing up i don't know why i just loved his style of comedy i always connected really well with it even now to this day when you guys watch movies with me you guys are always like i don't know how you find him funny will ferrell I love oh, all his okay. movies. I, I remember from back in the day when um, Uncle used to have a night at the Roxbury and the, the Butabi brothers and me and my cousin Rob, we'd always act like we're the Butabi brothers and we would just play those dumb roles all the time. And I connected with a lot of it and he'd be on SNL. All his movies he came out where he would have like, he looks like a 30, 40 year old man, but he says the outrageous, most outrageous stuff in the most funniest moments. <laughs> I still watch this stuff. I was watching a clip last night of some of his stuff on um, Eastbound and Down. So he's the second guy. Um, the third, I got it's like tied for like two people. I gotta say it's Kevin Hart, and I gotta support my 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 people, Russell Peters, oh, because yeah, his yeah. stuff is awesome. Like I remember him from a long time before he got famous. I was watching a show called The Mike Bullard Show. It was on CBC, and some guy comes on there uh, named Russell Peters, and he he said this joke, but I we were all laughing. He's like. He's like something about he's like, yeah, I took up boxing. He's like, I got, I got my left jab, I got my right jab, and I got my pun jab. And I remember that. And I was like, oh, this guy's kind of funny. I was like, his delivery was good. And this was a long time ago. And then I was like, I think this guy's gonna be famous because I first I've seen an Indian guy with like really clever jokes, and he only had a three or four minute mm-hmm. set, and it was awesome. And after that, he just started taking yeah. off. And and I've loved his stuff, like his storytelling, and because we're Indians and how his yeah. parents are immigrants too, we connect with so much of his context. So I would say, yeah, that's my my top yeah. three, four. Russell Peter, he's a really, really yeah. nice guy, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, we met him in person. He was a great guy. Great yeah. guy. Like, Do you totally re- relatable. Like, you just feel like yeah. he's just like like one of your homies. Yeah, he's such a, ni- yeah. such a nice guy. And Kevin Hart is great. His right. storytelling and his movies, too, I find it I, I find him really funny. 
Yeah, that's mine. Ange, same question. Okay. I guess maybe you won't have three now since Al's taken up most of yours. Yeah, so. and I don't know. You can maybe just explain why. I'm just going to explain why. And, I, and I'm not going to um, pigeonhole and say three, two, or I'm just going to say the people that I think I resonated with. So we already know Sebastian Maniscalco is your yeah, favorite. Yeah, but I'm going to go back to a little bit back in the days to Eddie Murphy. So okay. Eddie Murphy stand up. Yep. I think Eddie I Murphy, like Richard Pryor. Yeah. I actually really like Richard Pryor's stand-up comedy. Okay. Um, this is, we're going way, way back here in the 80s and the 90s. I really like the, their sense of humor, uh, their style, like Eddie Murphy's style. Like is Eddie Murphy, is it Delirious where he wore that whole entire red leather outfit? That was awesome. Yeah, and just yeah. his like mannerisms and behavior. Because I'm really big on like acting with your comedy, right? When you act a certain way and you look a certain way, just that in itself can make you laugh without even saying anything, right? Just your body language. Uh, and then now if we were to push forward, um, for sure, uh, Russell Peters, hands down, I just can resonate with his comedy. And I think everybody knows that famous line, like somebody going to get hurt really bad. Mm -hmm. Somebody love Russell Peters. Uh, I've got, I went and saw Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock is a goat. I find him very funny. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart just gives me the straight up, like sometimes like the giggles, the laughter and like the water coming out of my eyes, that kind of laugh. And of course, Sebastian Maniscalco, just they all have their own style and mm -hmm. their own delivery and how and their own sway. But those I will go back and, and watch so many of their their old footage and just uh, reminisce and just have a good laugh sometimes on my own. Yeah. I don't have, I actually have a particular either. I think there's all of the ones that you said, I won't, you know, repeat. And they're all amazing. Uh, Virdas, I do like Virdas. Oh, I like him He's too. really funny as well. Uh, and I usually just, um, YouTube is really great. I think it's called the dry bar, right? Oh, that sometimes they just do like a, they just let people come and do that 20 minute stand up. And I always kind of go through that. And then I found that guy from Yemen. His name was Ali, Ali, his last name but he was quite entertaining so I, yeah anybody that i'll start on i'll give it about five minutes and they can entertain me and give mm -hmm. me a laughter i'll stick through the the end of it and we would watch that andrew schultz one um yeah it, was, it started the, off it was great the first and then it went a little amazing it's just i think he got a little too raunchy in the last half yeah. for too long like you get raunchy for, for us it yeah, felt like that like, like just do, you can do little bits of it here and there but he continued the whole last bit was like mm. it was pretty rugged so like even for me if i was with my guys i'd find it funny but I'd be, okay like let's Bring it back to more quality, right? But right. Especially considering one of his first specials, which he actually uh, produced himself and then sold it to a company and made a lot of money offline. Really smart for business him. guy. But yeah, I thought it was great. Like a lot of his other one-liners when you see on clips of it online are hilarious. But that whole thing, yeah, first half was amazing. Second half was my cup of tea. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, on the, the page of questions here, the next one is more of like the sitcom comedy aspect, right? Because you don't always have to necessarily watch stand-up comedy yeah. to have uh, a laughter. So what show, I mean, you can take it back to your childhood or you want to take it to your adulthood, um, makes you laugh the most and you can kind of go back and repeat and watch it again. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I got to say for me growing up, which I can still watch now because I feel like I soaked up so much like game and swag for him and he like he was at the right time in my life when i was watching it was fresh prince of bel-air mm -hmm. it was a go-to after school and then you'll see what he's dressed in what he's wearing and you'll be like you look at it like oh i want to get those i want to get those tan boots or he's wearing overalls oh that looks cool i want to whatever he was wearing i thought looked cool so i'd be like are you just in the way he talked he was funny he was athletic you want to be like him like oh people want to be like mike i <laughs> want to be like will mm -hmm. <laughs> so i would say that was one of my top ones and then 
a go a go to is always family matters. Oh yeah, Urkel. Yeah, Urkel was awesome. Yeah. yeah, He was he played such a great character, right? Always like causing chaos, and he wants to help, but he always messes things up. Yeah, yeah, that was a great show. Ange, how about you? Uh, for me, childhood or adult? Oh okay. wait, you can't miss out one more. Full house. I was. He, he's just. You, you can't steal. No, I can't steal. Those are my two. Yeah. Well, by default, because you had two older sisters, you would watch that. Mine were Steve Urkel and Full House because they were great shows. They taught. They taught you some, you know, life lessons in there, and it was just, just a fun show. That takes me back to my childhood. I can actually watch those shows now. Mm-hmm. And has there been a show that's re- recreated laughter like that in an intelligent way? Or, mm, yeah, I, I think now I just probably in the last couple of years got back got into Seinfeld. It's a very intelligent humor. It's really funny now. And I appreciate that humor now. And I've, I liked friends. I enjoy friends. Yeah, I was going to say the reason yeah. I think I liked friends so much was Rachel, right? The character, Jennifer Aniston, was not only so pretty, but funny. And you just didn't see that combination, right? Yeah. Growing up it was either you're really pretty or you're not pretty and you're funny. And she had both her and Monica had both and Phoebe, all three of them yeah. had that character where they were funny and really pretty. And you were like, that was the first time I remember seeing that connection. That combination. Yeah, combination. Yeah. And it was fun. Like I still like you saying, watch yeah. friends on, on repeat. That's her go-to. Like, yeah. like put something on. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I know it was, this would be guaranteed hit. Yep. And I always go to friends. Like the whole cast was just perfect together. Yeah. The whole yeah. ensemble was yep. perfect together. And you know, my other one that's really funny that I, is big bang theory. Oh, I that's just a smart love show. Um, Sheldon. Like the way he says things. I'm like, oh, yeah, like that would never work in the real world, but I love that. He just goes yeah. and says, mm-hmm. It, like it is. You and get fired if you get yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I secretly, I really enjoyed Married with Children, Al Bundy's character. Yeah. I just love He would that not show. work today, would it? He'd be cancel culture. But he's so funny today in Modern Family. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's such a good show. Last few seasons are a little different because I guess these shows have their run, but that show was hilarious. I thought this was actually probably one of my like top fives. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. We only have one more question to go. Uh, maybe say a line or a dialogue or something that you've watched in one of these comedy shows, stand up, the TV shows that just resonates with you. So if you're ever in like a funk or a situation and you know that that's just your go-to line to kind of reel you back in, uh, what do you guys have in your, in your storage, in your memory bank? Oh, I got something. All right. Um, for those of you who do watch the show or have ever, have you ever heard of the office? with uh, Michael Scott, which is Steve Carell. He plays a, a, such a great character. Like he's such a like dumb person. Like he's like oblivious to a lot of things, but he's also in a position of being management. So <laughs> basically, I guess he racked up a lot of debt and they're trying to figure out like, how is he in so much debt? He's like, I don't know what to do. He's getting really stressed out. Like, well, you just, you know, I guess you're at that point where you have to declare bankruptcy. He's like, no, I don't want to have to do that. He's like, yeah, you're going to have to do it. He's like, all right, fine. So he mulls it over and he's getting all stressed out. He's like, all right, I have no choice. I'm going to do it. So he goes out into the office and he goes out and he just yells out, I declare bankruptcy. He's like, I declare bankruptcy. And he goes back to the office and tells him, he's like, all right, I did it. I guess I'm, I'm good to go. And that- I declare bankruptcy. I go. And that's what he thought about declaring bankruptcy was you declare it and your bank, your bankruptcy is done and that's it. <laughs> that's he doesn't realize the whole process. Yeah, he just thought he just thought you just, when you declare it, you have to go tell people publicly and now your bank is wiped out. That's brilliant. So stupid but so funny. Right, so innocent. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. And do you have a I line have, or a dialogue? No, that you I don't go think to? I do. I'm I'm just trying to think something that resonated. No, 
I don't think I have one. The only one that's really coming to mind right now is, do you remember in Full House with the, the twins, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, when they were young, mm. they used to come and then they'd be like, how rude, how rude. Uh, no, she used to say that. Stephanie, Stephanie said that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They would say, you got it, You got it, dude. Oh, yeah. she said, you got it. Okay, yeah, well. Got it, dude. Got it, dude. You got it, dude. Got it, dude. Got it, dude. You got it, dude. How rude. 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 I remember saying, Dad, you're just blah, 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 blah. And so he uses that back on me all the time. Yeah. If I'm saying something that doesn't um, mm-hmm. make him laugh or whatnot, and then he'll say, you know what, Rose? You're just blah, 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 blah. So that's our little from from friends. And that's what Chandler was saying. You're just blah, 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 blah. And Mm -hmm. so we do that all the time. And then I always have that thing when you and I are doing for moving something. I'm like, pivot, pivot. (laughs) That's a good episode. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a couple of those ones that I use in my store bank. I don't have any lines, but I have seen sometimes that I can go play back in my mind. And then just if I'm in a funk, it'll get me out of the funk. And one of those uh, one of those scenes or one of those memories is when Ross and um, Monica did a dance off to try and get on a on a stage or something. And the way the moves that they were doing, it was really funny. Like it's something we would do. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure we've mm-hmm. probably done that somewhere, too. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Actually, yeah, there's a couple of lines that always come to my head that I stuck my go to. It's always like. Um, if you're trying to uh, like pump somebody up, it's like remember you're not first, you're last. And then that was from Will Ferrell, the guy. And then when the guy loses, he's like, "It's okay, man." He's like, "You don't have to be last. You can be second. You can be third. You can be fourth. And the other line is, 85 percent of the time, it works every time." <laughs> I like it. I like it. Joey, awesome. Joey Tribbiani from Friends has some good lines. Do you remember his? What we used to do it all the time, right? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? And he can only pull it off. I yeah. use that line. I was like, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> it just sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I had, you guys. Let's wrap okay, it up. Let's oh, wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, the, the power of laughter. The power of laughter. Laugh now, cry later. Yep. Or laugh at my pain, like Kevin mm-hmm. Hart would say. Or cry now, laugh later. No, no, no crying. It's all about jokes. Yep. About laughter. Yeah, but you can laugh so you hard. You can laugh so hard. Like yeah, mom I, does laughing yoga. Every time I laugh so hard, I cry. Mom hasn't done laughing yoga. I know. In a do you while. remember how hysterically, like, you felt like you couldn't yeah. breathe? I feel like we should that. do a laughing, laughing yoga episode. Do you know in India, there's actually a place that has laughing yoga? Yep. Yeah, we should we go, should go there that. and we should try and do a laughing yoga episode. Yeah, I think we might turn off our viewers. So right. let's let's not do that. Or, or 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 maybe not. Maybe they'll join in and they'll send us a video of them laughing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, I can do, oh, we okay. can do a laughing yoga challenge. There we go. We're gonna start getting hate mail. People are gonna take the time to actually write letters to us. <laughs> and while they're gonna do the yeah. laughing. We're not gonna even email them. We're gonna write this letter. <laughs> Stop doing that. All right, okay. let's wrap it up, Ange. Want me to close, Al? Yeah, I closed the last one. Yeah. Oh wow, look at this. Look at this. Now the real siblings are coming out. Yeah, I know what you watch okay. you close for once. I usually do. I usually open yeah. and close. Yeah. She always closes. They call me ABC. Always be closing. Oh, <laughs> I think today I'm a little. I'm a little under the weather, hence the sweater, and it's just one of those. It's cold. cold. It's cold. It's and, cold. Uh, I'm tired of being cold. Those of you that live in Vancouver, British Columbia, anywhere in the Washington. lower mainland, yeah, it's cold right now. We are coming up to the end of March, April. Global warming, climate change is a real thing. The struggle is real. And I'm still in sweaters right now. Mm-hmm. And I probably will be for another two more weeks, maybe another month. Right. And no, we it's get probably into the summer season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. God. Okay, well, with that said, we just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us yap about the power of laughter. We hope we made you laugh and hope we are able to connect with some of the things that we said. 
please take the time to go ahead, like, share, subscribe, and sh- and follow us on all of our social channels. We are going to be back next week with another fun episode talking about something, right? You got yes. it. Yes. Until next week, please take care of yourself. Have a great week. We are a Tribe Called Dylan podcast. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. See ya.